This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with Certified Financial Planner, David Chudik, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. Why, hello everybody. Uh, Welcome to this week's episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast. My name is David Chudik, and I am a financial advisor with Parallel Financial. And what that means is I help for my clients to make the right financial decisions for them for the reasons that are important to them. So if you've ever wondered what it's like to work with a financial advisor, email me, David at ParallelFinancial.com. That's David at ParallelFinancial.com. We can set up a 30-minute uh, phone call, 30-minute Zoom call, or a 30-minute uh, in-person meeting if you're comfortable and local, and we can discuss some of the aspects to your personal financial situation and decide if there are any next steps for you to take. The interesting about me and my office is that I also own a property and casualty insurance agency. So my office helps clients to determine the right levels of coverage um, and obtain policies for car insurance, for home insurance, for, for boats, for businesses and things like that. If your financial advisor is not talking to you about your insurance coverages, make sure that you're getting the right understanding of what your risks are and um, how to protect yourself because all of the money that you have now or ever will have is in a way it's almost riding on the front of your car and one major car accident can have a tremendous negative impact on your financial well-being. So I want to talk about what somebody, a well-meaning person said to me the other day. He said, car insurance is just a racket. And to be honest, I don't think he knew that part of my office handles car insurance. But I wanted to talk about why car insurance is not a racket and uh, what drives car insurance rates. So first of all, what is insurance and what is aleatory? So aleatory is a word kind of in the insurance exam, and it uh, means that aleatory means that something is dependent of an uncertain event or chance occurrence. Aleatory is primarily used as a descriptive term for insurance contracts, and aleatory contract is a contract where performance of a promise is dependent on the occurrence of a fortuitous event. So what the heck does that mean? Well, let's think about this. Let's say you want to buy, oh, I don't know, a t-shirt. So you walk into Walmart and you see that the price tag on a t-shirt is $10. It's $20, whatever the number is. You you give the cashier or in today's world, you stick uh, $20 into the uh, self-checkout. And now you paid a set amount of money that was agreed upon for a price. And of course the store, they had uh, their profit margins built in and and there's really not much that's left to chance. Well, what is insurance? Insurance is basically a contract where a company, which is the insurance company, agrees to make payments on behalf of the insured at a triggering event. So in the case of car insurance, uh, the triggering event would be that you cause um, cause some damage to either property or, or bodily injury. And when that happens, your car insurance will pay out damages to the injured party um, up to the limits of the policy. So insurance companies can't see the future. They can make predictions. They can make estimates based on driving records, based on many, many, many different 
factors, but they cannot see the future. So there are times when losses for a geographic area are much higher than they would have been anticipated. And that causes rate increases. And that causes uh, the entire population of, of insurance policies to be increased in price, or it might cause just select policies within a specific range or specific group to be raised. So just remember that insurance is one of the few areas where a small or relatively small amount of money, $100 a month, $200 a month, something in that range, could also end up result in a payment of hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars uh, in the form of a, of a claim payment. So let's think about um, what does insurance do? And we're, we're kind of talking about car accident. So the average cost, and this is according to um, nyoz.com, uh, which is a, a website, the average cost of hospitalization for a car accident victim is $57,000. Now, of course, that's average. It could be lower, could be higher, and that's per person. Oftentimes, if there is a car accident, uh, there could be several people involved. So while nobody me included, enjoys making a monthly insurance or an annual or semi-annual insurance payment to their car insurance company, $57,000 is the average amount that a company will end up paying or is the cost of, a, of an injury if it's, if it's as a result of a car accident. Now, on top of that, there might be some lost wages. That person that was in the hospital obviously was not at work and was not earning money, so you would be responsible for their lost wages. There may be some pain and suffering, which is very, very broad and, and can vary from state to state. Uh, there could be many other types of, uh, of, of damages added on top of that. So $57,000, most of us, it'll take us many, many years to pay $57,000 worth of, uh, of, 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 of car insurance uh, premiums. And now if you think about this, if we're looking at things as they get more, maybe more serious, uh, spinal cord injuries. So according to spinalcord.com, uh, for the first year after a spinal cord injury, the average cost in medical expenses reaches an average of $198,000. In the case of paraplegics, expenses average about $152,000 for the first year. But for quadriplegics, that figure skyrockets to a whopping $417,000. So that means if in, an, in a horrible, unfortunate situation, if you caused somebody else to become a, a paraplegic or quadriplegic, you are looking at hundreds of thousands of dollars of expenses that uh, you or your car insurance policy or an umbrella policy will be liable to pay. So yes, it can be said, and, and on the surface, it might seem like car insurance is a ripoff or a racket, as a lot of people say, but there are very, very few places uh, in life where a, a, a relatively small monthly payment can result in, in the payouts of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Let's look at a couple other issues that drive your car insurance rates, no pun intended, and then we can talk about some ways to combat them and some ways to manage your insurance. 
So looking at a popular personal injury attorney's website, um, I looked at uh, how much does a personal injury lawyer cost? And this was from a popular personal injury attorney website. Uh, personal injury lawyers will take the case on a contingency basis, which means that they will receive a percentage of the award you win in your case. So that means you will not have to pay any money up front. These contingency fees are usually around 33 and a third percent, which is a third, but could be higher if your case has to go to trial. If you and your lawyer agree on a contingency fee, the agreement must be in writing and your lawyer should provide assigned copies. Many firms will not charge you anything if they do not recover compensation for you, but it can vary firm to firm. So I was going to insert some lawyer jokes, but I figured I would just spare you. But the personal injury attorneys will basically take a third or more of your settlement. So if you if you engage the services of a personal injury attorney, and if they secure a $100,000 settlement for you, your basic net amount that you'll receive will be about $67,000 and they'll keep about $33,000. Now they have expenses, they need to build in profit margin, and I'm not demonizing anybody for making a profit, but you can imagine that it gets much more difficult and expensive when insurance companies are dealing with fighting with attorneys when they have to kind of, I don't know, maybe to an extent justify their 30 so just keep that in mind that um, if I'm not telling you to get an attorney or to not get an attorney, but always make sure if you're, if you're ever in a car accident and you secure a personal injury attorney, make sure you know what that means. And quite frankly, the question to ask them would be, can you get me more than 33 or more than 40% of what I can get for myself by dealing directly with the insurance company? And if you can't, then uh, you might want to consider uh, going through the insurance company yourself. Or, I mean, if you use the attorney as a form of convenience, just know that that's, uh, that's what it is. Another area that drives rates is health care costs are rising fairly significantly. So think about it this way. If I would have run into your car and if I would have caused you to have a broken leg uh, maybe 10 years ago, and I'm just making up numbers, maybe it costs $15,000 with hospitalization and surgery. Now it may cost twenty dollars or $25,000. So with rising medical costs, and don't forget the two parts of your car insurance is liable is bodily injury and property damage. So fixing bodies, for lack of a better term, is getting more expensive and that drives rates up. It's just a fact of life. Uh, we live in America. We want the greatest possible medical care. Medical care also costs money. So it's just what it is. It's not a good thing or a bad thing, but medical, uh, medical costs are rising for sure. A couple other things that influence your car insurance rates. And, and it might seem like uh, maybe a little bit of an oxymoron, but a lot of the safety features on cars actually result in higher uh, body damage and higher cost to repair. So if I have an older car and if, uh, if I back into your car, which is a brand new car and your bumper has, has sensors in it and has backup cameras and things like that. Well, you weren't even in your car, but now I backed into yours and now my insurance is going to have to pay for some pretty expensive parts. Whereas maybe in, in past decades, 
you know, a plastic bumper may have cost a couple hundred dollars. Now, maybe several thousand dollars because the uh, the sensors, uh, the backup sensors, the cameras and so on and so forth will have to be replaced by my insurance. So that's another factor that affects the cost of car insurance is uh, the, the cost of parts and also labor is increasing. There uh, Labor in all segments of society is getting more expensive, so body shop uh, labor is going up as well. And finally, the last area that kind of drives rates up is insurance companies have to know what they are insuring. They have to have underwriting information in order to come up with a, a rate that is acceptable for that risk. There are times that people feel like it's okay to lie and to not disclose all of the information to these big mean insurance companies because they're huge companies and they're just charging us a lot of money. So what happens is uh, people don't disclose that they're using their car to deliver pizza or people don't disclose that somebody with a bad driving record drives their car regularly. So as you can imagine, uh, these are factors that might drive rates up, but if they're not disclosed, uh, we've had at our office many times, somebody will ask for a windshield to be replaced and they don't have the right coverage. They say, well, can I put the right coverage on today? And then tomorrow or next week, call you and report a claim and get my free windshield. Well, the answer is, I guess you could, but you'd be lying and you can go to jail. But, uh, but there is a prevailing attitude that doing things like that towards an insurance company is maybe okay because these are huge, huge, huge companies that are considered to be a, quote, racket. Make sure that your insurance agent or your uh, insurance company knows everything about your situation and always make sure to, uh, to tell the truth. And if there's any questions, make sure you ask because the most expensive insurance policy is the one that doesn't do what you thought it should do at the time of a claim. So finally, I want to talk to you about what are some things that you can do to, to make sure that you're getting the best value for your insurance dollars. Money's tight for everybody, and we always want to make sure that we're getting uh, the right coverage for the right price. So first of all, uh, oftentimes it makes more sense to deal with an independent insurance agency that can shop your policies with several carriers. There are many, many great companies, but there's no company that's always the right uh, carrier for everybody. Different companies have different what they call appetites, and appetites uh, vary. So there may be one company that just really is, is very good at insuring people 50 years old and older. But uh, maybe they have higher rates for people in their 20s and vice versa. So working with a good independent insurance agent uh, or insurance agency can help you to get some options. Uh, the other thing is to look at the items that you can control. So the first one, obviously, is driving record. Uh, the more speeding tickets and the more accidents you have, uh, the more the higher your premiums are going to be. And let's face it, nobody ever gets caught for anything the first time. So if you're getting more than one speeding ticket every few years, you're probably a uh, you know, obviously just a little bit of a higher risk driver by breaking the speed limit. And that is going to cause your rates to be a little bit higher. Same thing with accidents. I mean, they are called accidents, but it always, it always amazes me that 
accidents. You'll see some clients that literally go decades without car accidents and other clients that every year or two, they have, they have an accident. Is the client with all the accidents, are they causing them or are they not doing anything to prevent them? I don't know. And it, and it may be coincidence at points, but, but I just do know that there, there are clients that literally go decades without car accidents. And you have to wonder, wonder why that is. You can certainly control if you keep continuous coverage on your car insurance. So one of the main, in most states, one of the main uh, rating factors for car insurance is do you have continuous coverage? So don't ever let your car insurance lapse, even for a day, because if you try to move, you're more than likely not going to be able to get insured by a preferred carrier, and you may not get uh, the best rate possible that that carrier is offering. And finally, uh, either you yourself or work with your agent to know which coverages are exceptionally important. In my mind, liability is the most important coverage because it's where you can suffer the largest losses personally. And maybe you can mitigate some of the costs by eliminating some of uh, the miscellaneous coverages. If you have three or four cars and two drivers, maybe you just decide, you know what, I'm not going to pay for rental car coverage because if I ever hit a deer and my vehicle is going to be in the shop for a week or two, I have an extra car. So there's no sense in, in paying uh, so, so that my insurance company would give me a rental car. Maybe higher deductibles on your comprehensive and or collision, or maybe dropping some of those coverages, depending on if it makes sense to you. So not going to give any real specific advice here because it varies state to state, but I think that we all need to choose our coverage options wisely, not choose them by default, but also not just assume that we need to have all coverages, uh, but not assume that we uh, we don't need to have any of the miscellaneous ones. So that's where working with a good insurance agent can help you to make those decisions. And really, one of my biggest pieces of advice is never, ever, 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 do not ever use the words full coverage. If you work with an insurance professional and they say the words full coverage, I would be very hesitant to work with them. Uh, full coverage is a very generic term. To me, the word full means everything, but there's never a time where everything is covered. So if you work with an insurance professional and they say you have full coverage, we'll ask them, is there th anything ever possible that would not be covered? Is there ever anything, any scenario where I would have out-of-pocket expense? And of course, the answer is going to be yes. Everybody has a different definition in, uh, in their mind of what full coverage is. So uh, full coverage is not an insurance term and should not be used. So I hope that that helps you to understand a little bit about the world of car insurance. It varies state to state, but this was just an overview. Uh, if your financial advisor is not asking about your property and casualty insurance, uh, make sure that, um, that you're talking to your insurance agents and make sure that you are covered properly for your situation. Oftentimes adding a significant amount of liability coverage, which really Ultimately, all liability insurance does is protects your own money. Uh, oftentimes, adding significantly more costs pennies or pennies a day, dollars a day, or or not many hundreds of dollars per year. So, if you have any questions, email me David at parallelfinancial.com. Uh, be glad to uh, talk with you over the phone or by Zoom or in person. And until next week, we wish you a blessed week.